You know, sometimes you just have to talk about your favorite childhood movies to feel good about your life. After getting through a podcast that made you so salty with news like Square Enix's 30th anniversary quote-unquote announcements and Pierce Brosnan potentially being casted in Deadpool 2. <sighs> Send help. We're drowning in salt. What episode are we on? 88. So are we going to go? Back to, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, are we? Uh, are we? Uh, yeah. uh, uh, I hate myself. <laughs> What's up, guys? I wasn't expecting to start mid-stretch. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Geek Domination Podcast. I like to surprise you like that. So oh, there's geez. that. Um, yeah, so episode 88, where uh, the main topic today is going to be some of our favorite films from our childhood. Yeah, uh, I, I wonder what we're gonna talk about. I'm oh, I know. Talk about, uh, <laughs> that one film, Little House that on some... the Prairie. Uh, was that a movie too? I don't know. I think it was probably. at one point. Uh, yeah, um. Anyways, don't no. So we're gonna be touching life. on that. <laughs> I think we all kind of have a slew of both our like actual true favorites and the ones that we look at now as adults and tend to just shake our head, but yep. still love. Yep. Um. In addition to that, we got a few news pieces that we're gonna hear here in a second. So. Uh, you want to get started? But before we start, Zane. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Oh. Today's February fourth. Just thought I'd throw oh, that out yeah. there. Oh yeah. That's Good the point. day, and that's Zane, and that's Anthony. Hey. Good point. And that's Cody. Ooh. But let's go. Yeah, let's get started. News. You got three pieces of. Uh, the first one, kind of out of nowhere, CW is picking sure. up another superhero show. So I kind of caught wind of this Tuesday, I think. Yeah, because uh, I remember, like, I feel like. It was one day difference. Yeah, because I remember seeing it being like, oh, Fox we rejects might, it. We might pick it up. CW's like, no, nah, we, we, we got it. Yeah, yeah. So so one day after Fox re- finally just, like, Fox has been sitting on this pilot, I guess, for a few weeks, but they finally were like, no, nah, we're not going to do it because I think they've had pretty middling to lackluster success with their superhero mm-hmm. shows apart from Gotham. Which uh, has Lucifer kind of flopped after success. Yeah, exactly. Which Lucifer, I know, has had some really great, like, re- reception, but. Uh, views are pretty fucking low um so yeah they probably were like no it's not a good investment but cw which pretty much is living on comic book shows right now is a day afterwards just being like yep we got it so this makes them have if you count Uh, the cartoons okay so let's say on tv this will be the sixth sixth show and then including the cartoons that they also run on uh, uh cw seed it's eight yep they they have a CW seed. It's just like a little animation thing. It was basically only Vixen, oh. but that's where Constantine is going when that it comes there. Huh, okay. So yeah, well, uh, so they a few weeks back picked up Constantine, the previous NBC series mm-hmm. on seed, and, and then they animate it. and now they are adding animation after the reception of uh, Justice League Dark. So um, there's. And it'll be a lot cheaper to make. Them. Honestly, yeah, because <laughs> you just have Matt Ryan come in and do some voice acting, and then throw in some other people on voice acting, and you're done with that show. Not, I mean, you know, like Vixen a, was five minute episodes. Yeah, a billion so, dollars in VFX. Yeah, so I said this before. Actually, I think the only reason why they haven't actually properly picked up Constantine is strictly because Supernatural is still holding strong due to Reddit. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Reddit. I know. I the still. I, that show needs to end. No offense to those guys, because I think they're actually really successful actors. I just think that show itself. What, Twelve seasons. 
Yeah, they confirmed uh, season twelve is coming. No, thirteen is it coming going into thirteen. I think it's Jesus going into thirteen. Christ. Yeah, I um, think it's like it might be the longest running non-animated TV series at this point. I think that's not a soap opera. Because well, yeah, that, unless yeah. you count like Days of Our Lives. Well, and shit like General I mean, Hospital is on I season caught, fifty-four. Yeah. I, I yeah. count good point, Days good point. of Our Lives because I like to live dangerously. My grandma watches it, and it's on my my uh shit you know on my recordings so like i'll see general hospital just load up and be like oh yesterday we were at like 33 percent full now we're at 99 percent full cool. when do when will that die i don't think ever it's on it's season 54 man like i don't think it's ever going to die you can't kill you that can't kill that <laughs> exactly <laughs> that which is dead may never die come on you know the you know the rhyme um yeah no so Coming back to the point of it, Black Lightning, um, this is a, a modern-day iteration of the Super Friends character, Black Vulcan. Um, you can see why they changed the name of him. It's pretty easy to... If you don't get it, Star Trek. I'll put it that way. Oh. Mm-hmm. Um, Black Lightning kind of came back after the success of uh, Static Shock because okay. what they did is they kind of implanted him in like season two as like this really aged hero that was like could teach him a lesson or whatever and then they ran with him as a real character in DC Comics proper. Um I know in one or two of the animation films that have come out over the years he's featured in there and they actually animated his lightning as actually black which is actually cool looking. It's pretty cool. But I'm pretty sure he just uses blue normally in the comics. I was going to so. say do you think the artwork I is think it, is the artwork blue then it will most likely yeah in the show it's least. easier to animate that too because i mean as we've seen with the films too like even with flash and the justice league trailers like they're going to blue because it runs better on the palette of the screen right which is disappointing considering yellow is his is his yeah, jam i get that actually my <laughs> biggest problem with the justice league were how doing it was not even the color as it's much as it, no okay. it's just like you know he we see him move like a tiny bit just to move out of the way to the battering and it's like fucking f5 you're, thunderstorm light you're right you're right. Like, <laughs> you're right no he kind of oh, does man. uh pikachu's thunder yeah, from it's like Pokemon moves. it's just like or from smash <laughs> <laughs> it's like no you're right no you're we right. don't need as much lightning yeah you're right no uh but yeah i'm excited for it uh to give you guys a full rundown we have now supergirl Flash, Arrow, Legend of Tomorrow, Riverdale, and then this will make... Riverdale? So Riverdale is an adaptation of the Archie series, but it's done in a way that uh, it's sort of like... right. It's sort of like a horror-themed series. um, Gotcha. Like a weird goings-on and like not everything's so fine in like this fun little town. Like Mm -hmm. it's that sort of thing. So I need to watch the pilot actually still because I haven't touched it yet, but I'm really curious of it. It looks really better than I thought it would kind of thing. So I'm probably going to check that out this week because I'm really avoiding Arrow after the revelation that you guys gave me like last week about Black Canary. So, so, so many times. And segue yeah. into the next news topic. <laughs> sure. um, you guys have a lot to say about this. I'm just, I'm just no, here. No, that's fine. That's fine. I'm just here. So, I'm yeah. saving my salt for the next one. That's good. Um just go for it. Zane. Okay. Go for it. Get in so, it. So yesterday we got some revelation from Fox that is that Pierce Brosnan is currently in talks to play Cable. This kind of knew he was in the running alongside like a slew of other actors. Yeah. They had that weird picture like a couple weeks back. That was they did. Like, What's going on? Yeah. Comicbook.com kind of hyped it up with a few fan drawings uh, that they were showing around because they're so quick to jump on fan drawings. Um, they are. <clears throat> but yeah. So he's in the talks right now. Me and Anthony's immediate reaction was... Fuck that. No, please. Um, we both are on the Stephen Lang train. I'm, as a close second, 
Perlman. Oh, Perlman would be good too. Yeah, both of them would play the character more true to form. Yeah, they they've got this like gruffness that would help with yeah. the with the other side of Cable's like insanity. The fact you know? that he comes from the future of those like destitute, horrible wasteland of a place and like right. Rosden doesn't carry any of that with him. Yeah. <laughs> and they both look like Cable straight up in different ways. I'll give it this. If you put makeup on Brosnan to give him like the scar and then the, he could look. Well, but and look at the end of the day. Uh like look isn't yeah. enough of a character trait. Yeah, I mean you can make anyone look like anyone exactly. if you have the skills enough to do it. And, That's and, all yeah, up to the makeup artist. Slew, but... but whenever Pierce Brosnan acts like a straight man, I freaking hate him. Like anything he's trying to act seriously in a, yep. like a dramatic fashion whatsoever, hate it. Absolutely. No, uh I was mentioning to you like he is my least favorite Bond, hands down. It's hard to say. I mean, I'll, I'll give it this. There are those few others throughout like the 70s and 80s that I just sort of neglect in general um when it comes to like Roger Moore and uh, yeah. the other guy, but oh, I do love Roger Moore. But I I'm hearing you. Yeah. I'm hearing you. He's the most effeminate Bond of them all. I think His so. suaveness comes off more slightly homosexual than it does. Well, I'm gonna get you. I mean, in bed. I will go there. But as, as like as many like homo sure. like as many like gay underlinings that we can have in Deadpool, I'm sure we'll only enhance the experience. I mean, there's a good point with that, I guess. But, <laughs> but what I was saying to it too was just that like he doesn't play a strong Bond in any sort of way for me. He always mm-hmm. played kind of just like I'm just gonna give you a look. Like ninety percent of that mil- of like Goldeneye is him just staring. Oh, but that said though, that's his like best Bond it is. movie. You're right. I and love Goldeneye actually. You're, I love it too, but partially because of the villain, because 006. I mean, <laughs> and come on, that Sean Bean death in that. I movie? know it's so dramatic. Falling. <laughs> oh my god, I love. It. I love it. There's so much other stuff in that movie that make it great, but yep. Brosnan is the weakest piece in the film. Yeah, agreed. Um, um yeah i mean it's like we were saying before too there's a part of me that's like oh man they could do some hilarious vamping they could bring back up his movie career maybe that's like a funny thing about it but i still think for what i thought that they would go for for cable i still think Stephen lang or pearlman would be way way more suited to this role that's how i feel too like when i when i consider the fact that you and i kind of grew up on the x-men cartoon and that Mm. whole cable arc when he comes back to the past oh yeah cube and all that stuff like i want that level of gruffness and just like attitude from the character and i just cannot see that with brosnan in any way shape or form absolutely and and also (laughs) you know i'm just tired of brosnan i want more Stephen lang Mm -hmm. i want more pearlman that's what i want I was thinking about it, like, the jokes you have with Brosnan really come down to just Bond and the few other films, romantic films he's done over the years. With Lang, you've got a history of some action films in there. You also have Avatar, which can be its own joke in and of (laughs) itself. That was a movie. I know, I know. Um, The only thing for me that could redeem the the idea of of it uh, ultimately is just if they start singing Mamma Mia. Oh, my God. Deadpool 2. You know, he's going to, if, if it does happen... That will be in there. There's almost no doubt in my mind that Probably. he would do that. Probably. And that's the thing is I kind of think the only saving grace is that I think Ryan Reynolds would poke so much fun at Brosnan as a person while Brosnan has to play like, I have no idea what you're talking about. I'm Cable. So, I don't know. I'm mostly negative on this, honestly. Like, really negative on it. Out of the three possibilities, he's my third. <laughs> Out of the three possibilities, yep. he's probably my tenth. Oh, yeah. Nice. <laughs> well put. I, I would take even Kira Knightley at this point over him. God, he, she was in the running, honestly. They were going to gender bend him. 
Yeah. Well, they made that whole joke. They did. One, yeah. And yeah. then, what? yeah, no, they made that joke at the end of the movie in the post credit scene. He's like, uh, you know, we're looking at like people like, you know, gruff guys like Stephen Lang, Perlman. Keira Knightley even is in the running before he walks off screen. And then he's like, gender bin! Like, <laughs> oh, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. The so, only time I've actually ever seen that scene was when, was we, when we were in theaters. Okay, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so it's one of those things where I'm like, yeah. So that's that, that's that guys. So, that's yeah. That. All right. This Cody, is, this is, Cody, bring all this, the salt. This segment is what I've been waiting for all week. By the way, in our little uh, setup chat, uh, it is known as Final Fantasy 30th shit fest yep so um final fantasy had their um 30th anniversary opening ceremony this week it just so happened that this opening ceremony was also on the 20th anniversary of uh a little game called final fantasy 7 being released you know one of the greatest games of all time like bar none definitely overrated but absolutely great 100 percent. like i'll agree with you that's overrated (laughs) but it was definitely you know it's game still changing, memorable and great. Video game era defining, yep. etc. So we were expecting some big announcements. You know, if they're going to devote like a huge ceremony on the 20th anniversary, I'm like, oh, you know, it's possible we could get, you know, a 7-3 make um, release date, maybe a full trailer. And we're going to get some news for Stormblood since that comes out I in mean, a couple of months. I was still really hopeful for all the rumors that we had heard about a full collection. collection. So... Um, it happened at like 4 a.m. in the morning, our time, because it was in Japan. Oh, yeah. So yeah. I woke up and uh, began scouring the internet for what glorious things were announced. And boy, what did I find? I'll run down the entire list of announcements right now. So they started with Final Fantasy 15. And um, they're getting superhero-themed exosuit costumes called Magitech exosuits. They're Power Ranger suits. Yeah, Super Sentai, if yeah. you're more familiar with the Japanese yeah, end. which uh, was supposed to be coming out February 21st, but then... Haim Saban himself, the leader of Saban Entertainment uh, and all that, basically sent him a message like, hey, you may not want to do this. Just just putting it out there, not telling you Said you don't have to. We were to. told to be careful with what we yeah. say about this, so I'll let everyone know what's going on. So they delayed it out, and they're changing design to avoid controversy with that. Just didn't even think for a second square that you were like, like I mean, I'm sure they were playing homage, but like even for a second they were like, maybe this is and it, it falls under the realm of satire. Realistically, like they're technically completely legally safe if they play it off as satire. But the problem is, is that they, they look play it off satire. Exactly, they play it off something super serious. Yeah, it, that's what that's what I was saying. Like they have serious to. Square. The smart way to go would have gone lean more into the Japanese spectrum of it, and then give us like a straight up whistle that gives us like poses because that was so much more prevalent in the actual sentais than it was even in the like the power rangers actually kind of cut some of that stuff out yeah i watched some of those sentais and the the poses are worse like so much more prevalent that's fantastic i mean just great think great say man that's know? what i mean like say man is, is the embodiment of both common writer and sentai um, we also got an official release date for episode Gladio, which yeah. is March 28th. And then we got a short little teaser for episode So I won't play Pronto. that until the fall. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you and um, me both, man. Mass Effect is going to soak up episode the majority Pronto, of Episode Pronto, which will be coming out in June. Yeah. Um, and then the next big thing, which this one I was actually excited. They finally talked about this. Yeah. was Final Fantasy XII, The Zodiac Age, which is the HD remaster for Final Fantasy XII. Yeah. We'll be getting a Western release on July 11th and then July 13th in Japan. I'll probably pick that up. Yep. I'm super excited because 12 is one of the only few Final Fantasy games. I own it, or I did. I probably still do somewhere. I had intended to play it on the 360 
That's, was it on the 360? Yeah, no, it, it was still a PS2. You're probably thinking of 11. I probably am. Yeah, because 11 was not right. Yeah. But 12 was like the last PS2 exclusive one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then alongside that, uh, the fan favorite character from 12, Balthier, will be added to World of Final Fantasy in celebration That's of right. the launch. Yep. Which Final, or World of Final Fantasy, that's still a game. That, a, lot, <laughs> nice. that a lot of people in Japan are playing. Uh, that's pretty much like it, though. Please. <laughs> um, they also reaffirmed that Stormblood will be coming out on June 20th, right? Mm. Yes, yeah, yeah. which is the third expansion for uh, Final Fantasy XIV. Yep. Um, this is just weird to me. They're also doing a live-action Final Fantasy XIV TV show entitled Daddy of Light, that is based off a blog and a novel that tells the heartwarming story of a father and a son who's bond who bonded in new ways by playing Final Fantasy fourteen. I mean that's a cute idea, but the weird The weird the name, name Daddy of Light. <laughs> Daddy of Light. I feel like that's like a name a male stripper came up with. And <laughs> See, like, my mind added, makes it like, like that's like the weird that's like a weird porn name. Yep. Yeah, that, like, yeah. <laughs> Daddy of Light. Daddy and Daddy of Light. Jesus. That's the and next Lady Overwatch of night. porn. And Lady <laughs> of the Night. <laughs> Can't wait for that one. Not. <laughs> oh, man. And we've just ruined the entire emotional content of that. Uh, right. uh, next up on their exciting announcements, uh, I was so glad they spent so much time talking about Final Fantasy VII Remake. They showed us key art. Wasn't it just one screenshot? One screenshot. That's literally just cloud. It's like, cloud, cloud in the in forefront front of Midgar, and then Midgar, like, and then like Sephiroth a shadowy. In the yeah, that's it. Twentieth anniversary of the game. Here's some fucking art. Here's a picture. That's it. <laughs> um, and then we get to the good stuff. So that was all the the gaming that's, related that's announcements. Everything centered around actual games. All right, and here we go. Uh. Other smaller and weirder bits announced. A Final Fantasy fashion lineup that looks about as gaudy as you would expect is coming. Oh, is it? Is it going to be uh, with the lightning model that they have? Oh, jeez. Uh... I don't even know. I didn't... <laughs> Several Final Fantasy music announcements, including Distant Worlds, Orchestra Concerts Worldwide, and Final Fantasy Fifteen. Pretty cool. Piano collections, which that makes me excited because the Kingdom Hearts piano collections are fucking amazing right yeah. they, they always have great music i, was I say, go to soundtracks are kind of like for me a big exception like that's totally valid to run those um special final fantasy themed cakes that will be on sale for about 35 dollars oh, yeah. including a moogle a chocobo and a cactar uh final <laughs> fantasy lost strangers a new man manga series for japan a japan only final fantasy 14 themed escaped room which is kind of cool because sure. escape rooms are fancy they are oh 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 yeah yeah yeah, yeah i know yeah. what you're talking about um, a, f- a variety of character crossovers and games like the City of Final Fantasy, Opera, Omnia, Final Fantasy Brave, Exvius, Mobius, Final Fantasy, and another game. Uh, there will be a Final Fantasy art exhibit in Japan in 2018. So, like, a lot of these are honestly actually kind of cool. Like, so like, it's like some of them. silly stuff that they should have been announcing on top of game announcements, though. But this was like, like real the, content. This was like the focal point of the entire announcements, especially the last two. Oh, Let me tell you. So, you know, Square Enix made some games. And then they were like, who's, like, the most, like, the best, like, company we could, like, partner with to do, like, a cool, like, collectible thing? You know, you got, like, Pepsi, Coca-Cola. That'd be cool. Like, some little, like, Coke cans with mm-hmm. characters on them. Mm-hmm. That'd have been dope. Now, let's do Cup of Noodles. Because Gladio's obsessed with them. Because they were already like, well, we had to give them a million dollars to put them in Final Fantasy 15. So let's just give them another million dollars. So 
The collaboration uh, exists in the real world. There will be cup noodle flavors based off of each of the villains of the Final Fantasy games. And there will also be a giant fork entitled the Ultima Fork based off of Cloud's Ultimate Weapon in Final Fantasy VII. How many flavors is that again? Uh, I think it's 15. <laughs> I think it's 15 too. I think they're doing 15. Uh, what them. the fuck? Yeah. Why? There, there's no. I have no words beyond what the fuck on that one. It does, um, why, why would you do this? Like, no, you know, just like, and this this kind of circles back to my frustrations about the whole like superhero thing. Is that I was like, why don't you just? There's a Japanese company in your fucking town where you develop the game. Why don't you go to Toy, who controls all Super Sentai, who has all the rights controlled masterfully, and sells them to Saban? So Saban would have no ground to stand on if you went to them first and just went, hey. Can we help, you know, can we design a costume set based on one of yours? That's it. It's that simple. You partner with fucking Cup Noodle. Why? <laughs> so dumb. So dumb. You have, you know, like people like freaking Activision probably paying up the ass to like get their stuff on like Mountain Dew cans. And it's actually pretty impre- like yeah. popular. Or like, was it Iron? It was like one of the Iron Man movies like did yeah. shit with Coke. Yep. I think it was Iron Man two. I think it was, and then yeah, because uh, there was that scene where he like comes down and he's like, I I, I remember he's yeah. doing that. Ironically, uh, this one I found out about like last week. For Honor has a deal with Death Wish Coffee, so like you can bags their coffee branded with like each of Jesus the warrior God. classes. <laughs> yeah, Dude, that's wow. cool. But yeah, no, you know, let's go get some fucking ramen. Yeah. Well, in, like, for the Japanese, they do like keep ramen. Yeah, no, I I agree with your sentiment, but to be fair, what he's saying, he's right. Like. All the in Japan, in Korea, in China, it sells like no. I mean, no don't other. get me wrong. I like a, a cool cup of cup noodles. Sure, a cool cup, <laughs> cool cup, cup noodles, cool cup. Of sure, no, I get you, but like, CN. It makes sense in those markets. It makes no sense in our market whatsoever. No. Yeah. True so, enough. There's there's that. Uh, the final announcement was that they're doing a Final Fantasy inspired wine collection. Which wine. includes there's a thousand dollar set that includes expensive wine and uh, two. Uh, to be fair, the wine's only like seventy bucks on its own. Yeah, it's crystal studded glasses, which are like crystal is stupid expensive. Yeah, absolutely about that. Uh, and then there's also two variants of cheaper wine that are uh, Ifrit Rogue and Shiva Blanc. Where my mind goes when you say cheaper wine is to uh, the show with Jean Lejoy. It's called. Um, I forgot the name of it already, but it's the one where it's final, fa- or it's uh, like fo- uh, fantasy football, uh-huh. the league, the yeah. league, um, and his three penis wine that he drinks throughout like all of season one. It's got like the penis of like a snake, Jesus, uh, a deer, and like a bear or something. Like it's something really ridiculous, and he's like, "It'll help my potency." As he's just drinking, and everyone's like, "You're disgusting." Jesus Christ. <laughs> so so that's yeah. all I go to. So with cheap uh, that wine was uh, that was the opening ceremony. Um, there's two other things that came out after this. One, it had been in talks for a while that we were getting a Dissidia um, oh, console yeah. game. Yeah. Mm. Because there was a, an arcade game released in Japan only that was running off augmented PS4 technology. Yep. And there was even a deal, you know, like, this is going to be exclusively in arcades for a year. And then after that square, you can do whatever the fuck you want with it. Yeah. So they were going to make a console game. And we know that's officially coming. They said they weren't going to show off anything for it, but it's in the works. Sure. So that makes me excited. There is one thing I did want to touch on that's sort of news related, but it's really short. Mm-hmm. Um, PlayStation's update 4.5. I, I just remember because of what you're saying just now. With yeah, the there's updates. a new update coming in. It with, actually looks good. Uh, so yeah, the two thing, two big changes. One, um, it'll bring up frame rates 
to mm-hmm. PS Pro standards on the standard PS4, and then it'll support uh, external hard drives. Yep. The big one for me though, like I was watching a video of the uh, like someone who's in the uh, the beta for it, and yeah, it's insane. It cleans up frame rates like no other. That's good. So pretty good. But yeah. So we're gonna see the on consoles. Um, expected to come in Japan and then forever later in the West. And then the other thing that they did like <laughs> specify, that. like, you know, this was an opening ceremony. It was a celebration. There will be more announcements coming throughout the year. Yeah. So, I mean, okay. We also got the confirmation with 15 that they are treating it like a live game. Okay. Yeah. Which is weird to it's me that they're like, like behaving like it's like almost like an MMO. Square Enix needs to like figure out like how to market. Cause I feel like they still don't understand how to market after all these years. Cause they're like, you're right. Let's, you know, let's, announces big ceremony to talk about fucking ramen and or a like, fork or like why would you hold off like i get that you're like it's final fantasy's 30th and all that but like if you're doing a shit ton of announcements like all the announcements we got last week about the marvel deal and yeah. then we've gotten a confirmation early this week like a day before the festival started that was like oh yeah we're also working on a uh, guardians of the galaxy game too and it's like again we're not going to see those games for 20 years I think I think they remind me, and and I think this is a symptom of older style Japanese business companies. Yes. I, think you're right. I don't think they understand the way to properly market, like you were saying, their games now. They're stuck in the past. They're stuck in the old ways. Like this the is the thing 90s. that I'll criticize Nintendo on every yeah. single fucking time. Yeah, and it's the same thing here with Square. And I do think they have that mentality that they just haven't gotten right to the times. The shitty thing is, I don't, I can't think of someone in Square. Like I could for Nintendo and Resi Fijime, where it's like if they listen to that voice, then they could change. No, because it's it's literally a bunch of yeah. older Japanese. Yeah, they, yeah. they just well, don't get and it. That's what we're seeing right now with Nintendo because after Iwata's passing, it went back to the old way. Like they were they were starting to make a, a new trend with like news mm-hmm, announcements mm-hmm. and doing the direct like with all the funness, and then that all vanished the moment he died. And even though Reggie tries, you can tell he tries. He tries so much. But Nintendo proper, whoever they put, I forgot who they put in charge already, but um, he's very old school. Yeah. And sadly, that's detrimental, I I think. There is, you know, the Square Enix of America headquarters. Yeah. It's in California. Yep. I've seen it. Yep. They're Um, silent, though. They're silent. I don't know anyone, like, there's not, like, a forefront face for it. Nope. Or anything. The only time I ever saw anything about it, actually, was when they were doing that, like, uh... The, had they had the fans come in to look at the Kingdom Hearts stuff and they were doing the interviews with the fans. Uh-huh. Like, that was the only time I ever saw even, like, glimpses of the studio whatsoever. <laughs> yep. So, I don't know. I mean, we just drove past it. I, yeah. It was a silly thing. Yeah, it is weird. Square, just get your shit together. Like, I don't understand. Like, you... There's this so, like, flip-flop on everything where, you know, they like, taking the time to make 15 good. Yeah. Mm. Awesome. My opinion should have, like, come out more finished than it did. No, you're right. Me. You're right. Final Fantasy 14. You look at how much time they put into that game. They fucking remade the game from the ground up based off of players' complaints. Continuously make improvements based directly yep. off of consumer complaints and feedback yep. to make it a great game. But then everything else is just like, oh, we're just going to announce this side project and then this side project. We got a new IP on the Nintendo Switch. We're going to announce so Final now, Fantasy like... 7 Remake. And we're going to announce Kingdom Hearts 3 seven years too early and make everyone really mad. And then on top of all that, 
it's pushing all those projects back farther. Yes. Like, th- Kingdom Hearts 3 was pushed back because 15 was pushed back because it was originally 13 verses and it just kept getting pushed until yep. finally it changed titles and changed direction and all this other shit. And that's the cool thing with the Western uh, developers and publishers because they know how to have one team that's like a central idea and then have different other teams that come on switch on to... Pro- yeah. Like, yeah. They know how to delegate. Yep. I don't think Square has gotten this concept fully down yet. Yeah. You can I mean, see it I don't in how think long they understand, yeah. like really what it means to like make a live game because yeah. you know, like look at like yeah look at blizzard you know you have you know six games at this point yeah absolutely which and they can handle it apparently. they can handle yeah. it and you know each team probably has you know 100 plus people probably you have you have your group that's delegated to damage control you have your group delegated to like new content like yep. you always delegate projects and you just find the people that are willing to Square's do the just work like let's just do everything but then let's do it sequentially yeah. let's work on it sequentially not all at once I don't know. It doesn't make any sense. Even though they have like four studios, five studios now, like at least glittered all over the planet yeah. now. It's like, I don't know. Yeah. I think it's they so need weird. to understand what the, their capabilities are. They just need to take a step back and relook at like yeah. what they're doing. Because that's like, what needs like, to be done. I, I love your games. I love that. Yeah. You, know, you, you just took the time to release a patch for essentially a demo of a game to fix it based on player feedback. Wait, what was that? Yeah. For, they patched 0.2. Oh, yeah. And fixed all, a lot of the problems I had with the game, oh yeah, it made it so much better. Okay. Which is what only gi- that only gives me hope for two when two K two point five yeah yeah two point five hopefully that they yeah obviously but it does give me a little bit of thin like hope for that yeah. because you're right like they do respond really well like shit like I encountered last night with Final Fantasy fifteen like I finally ran into one of those like post game cutscenes that they added in that like random missions that you can find after you like do the stuff in Altisha. You, I was back in there just wandering around, and I got a mission, went to a spot, and a whole new, like, dialogue sequence opened up. Which is really cool. And I was like, oh, you're telling me more of the story that I had no fucking clue about. I didn't know Luna Freya survived. Spoilers. Yeah, right, but sorry. <laughs> but no, in general, like, that's something that, like, they fleshed out now. Yep. That I had no clue about. So, yeah, 15 is, like, an ever-evolving monster right now that they're just not understanding how to evolve it correctly. Which, uh, that frustrates me, too, because, you know, the perfect time to play 15 is going to be a year after it comes out. You're right. You're absolutely correct. Like, what's sad, what's really depressing for me is I think that they're going to wind up kind of opening up a little bit more of, uh, um, fuck, what's it, the the third location, technically. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Because really what happens in there is, like, you land there, you, you do all the train bullshit, and then your car gets wrecked, like, a day later. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's ridiculous. It's it's pretty obvious, like, because people have broken it, and you can mm-hmm. wander around, and you're like, oh, wow, this is, like, a massive landmass that you should be able to, like, wander around, but you can't because they – I mean, we got the confirmation that they're unlocking uh, off-road finally so that, like, you can land outside of the realm oh, of the traffic. Can't wait for that. And not lose your game. Like, I just did last night four times before i landed correctly for pity cross whatever i'm not gonna lie like it's it's exactly what i was telling all of my other friends when that game came out i had will i had mason i had ransom they were all asking me oh house 15 i'm like it's good when's that uh whole idea with playing with friends coming out don't know probably next year you're like just wait till it it comes out and then they'll play with all of us we're not gonna be able to touch ignis till the fall at least at least and then yeah. probably the New Year's when we're probably going to get the co-op. But it's it's one of those predicaments with Squares. Again, yeah. they announce something and then they need to make it. So they couldn't wait another year for this game to like finally All in out. all, we're all kind of just this like sweet and salty right I know. now. I know. Like, it's, it's a circular uh, argument. That's the last thing I have to say, though. Um, 
I'm, I'm glad that you're taking time to fix 15 square. Sure. I mean, you know, making it a better game and you're treating a live game cool. If you do this with Kingdom Hearts 3, I will find all of your families <laughs> and slaughter you. Release a finished fucking no, game. Yeah. I'm right with you. I'm, I don't want to be so pumped after doing uh. all this work to play 2.8, 2.5, 2.5 and get caught up to where you guys have been for years. Only to be just as let down as you guys. Yeah, <laughs> when absolutely. It drops. Because here's the thing. If they take what they set in 2.8 and just you know, expand into a full game, it will surpass yeah. 2. It'll surprise Kingdom Hearts 2, which is like everyone's favorite Kingdom Hearts game. So I'm just like, <sighs> fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. That's all. <gasps> like, yeah. All right. I so all in all, I think we finally got the salt just sprinkled out. I just out. like relieved like seven pounds of salt from my body. Just from The just, salt rock just landed on the table. Yeah, oh, and, seriously. You know, yeah, like, yeah. Here's the salt. <laughs> all right. <laughs> <laughs> Bang. <laughs> all right. So. He passed the most massive uh, bladder stone ever. All right, so uh, topic. <laughs> yep, I'm exhausted. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's try to rejuvenate you a little bit. So, like, yeah, favorite childhood films. Yes, um, we were light on on stuff to actually discuss this week, so we wanted to kind of dip into some of our our backlog of saved saved topic pieces. So, Cody fittingly is wearing the correct shirt. Technically, so is Anthony. If you want to get real technical, yeah, technically, saying is wearing a maroon shirt. Uh, That's just, the you know whatever, but colors. Regardless. <laughs> Let's go. I think it's I think it's totally fitting to kick off with the 88th episode with your favorite film. If no one knows, Cody's got a tattoo of it. Cody's got shirt on right now with it. It's his favorite thing. So yeah, um, <laughs> my favorite movie of all time uh, definitely has to be Batman and Robin. And um, <laughs> you do this shit every was, single time. I know, this movie. Every right, time. Right, so <laughs> let's let's be realistic here for yeah, a second. Sure. And sure. you know, is this hate, the bad one? Hate me all you want after this, but like favorite childhood movies that had an impact on where I am today. <laughs> I hate to say it, but Batman and Robin falls in that category. No, you're watching right. it now. Yes, it is a shit fest. Yeah. It is a terrible movie. But eight-year-old me watched that movie like six times a day. Loved the shit out of it. Loved the bomb and fucking Mr. Freeze. Mr. Freeze's one-liners still kind of get me to this day. That's like the only saving grace for me is that I can chuckle at Schwarzenegger's on ice. So it's No, in, in your defense, though, I'm not going to lie. I still have the comic book DC colored print that they had in. Oh, yeah, yeah. They, they printed out a comic book to go along with they it. Did. And it's they this really cheaply made. No, yeah, it's, it's this cheaply made little like comic book they would sell in like drugstores. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And, you know, random gas to, stops. To speak to that. Yeah. Like, I was over at my parents the other day and they still have the two glasses we have from mcdonald's that were the promotional batman yep. and robin sets like i i was looking through my brother still has them but they're both of ours uh like uh trading card books at home mm-hmm. we had like seven or eight packs of the batman forever and batman and robin sets so like we have a bunch of those where they're like the holographics i of, i had yeah, a toy or two and that's too. that whole movie's purpose and technically yeah. it succeeded it was just market toys yeah and they market did it toys. but i mean like here's the thing like that movie like solely got me in to comic book movies mm-hmm. and nerdy movies because like I don't think really like, as a kid no I think you're yeah as a kid I don't think if I wasn't so obsessed with that movie and loving it so much I would have never like gone and seen like Batman Begins that's and Spider-Man yeah, that's and all fair. that shit that's fair see my thing was for this movie I I remember as a kid I was confused because at that time I was into two things concerning Batman one I loved 
the Tim Burton Batman. Yeah, um, me too. Me too. And that w- I had been introduced to Batman through that movie, actually, through my uncle. Which so the two do you thank you, Uncle Steve. Out of the, just out of curiosity. Oh, the first one. The first, first one? one out yeah. of the two. Yeah, for, absolutely. I think and then, I'm more entertained by the second one, but I prefer story wise the first one. If that makes that's sense. That's fair. Totally yeah. fair. But then I remember watching this movie, and the other thing that got me into Batman was, of course, the original Batman cartoon. Right. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. And I was confused. That... I'm like, this doesn't match the cartoon. You gotta remember oh, me yeah. too. Like, yeah, we're, we're flips. Um, you're the oldest. I'm the youngest. That's true. I have I'm two older well. sisters. Yeah. I'm like the only one in my family, aside from one of my uncles, that like is into anything remotely like nerdy and dumb. Sure. Oh, okay. Sure. So yeah. it's like yeah. completely different. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, this was kind of like one of the few only accessible pieces of no, content yeah. for me yeah. as a child. Absolutely. And I hate myself for it, but I'm also like, you know what? Like when I look I'm going to stand by myself. When on I this, look back yeah. at my childhood, yes, that movie is trash. <laughs> but it like it helped me garbage. get to where yeah. I am today. Yeah. The movie helped me understand what a terrible movie is. There so you go. <laughs> I learned something Alicia too. Silverstone being stoned the entire time. <laughs> like I love the, the behind the scenes. Bat nips. That. That's all I got to say. No, you know, that's my biggest qualm about that film is I think Schumacher pushing the slightly homoerotic agenda that he saw that he perceived out of Batman and Robin. Well, the only reason why those two would hang out is because they're gay. And I'm like, so uh no <laughs> so geek domination friend in the chat uh ryan lombard says my batman and robin vhs didn't work until like three minutes into the movie from being rewatched uh and rewound so many times ryan understands me no so i get it it's just over and over and over i think i watched again. batman forever more than batman and robin as a kid that's true it's just like again it was like the most accessible one sure. and again because we were all getting marketed off you know Absolutely. the toys and all this yeah. shit and we're like i want one but yeah like, no i get you but yeah i think for me it was out of those two, the Schumacher ones, it was definitely yeah. the first one that like hung around for me and my brother. We would watch and rewatch that that one because yeah, of I didn't see like you know I like, didn't see like Batman Forever so and all well the other done. ones until like much later. Yeah, absolutely, that's fair. And so coming on, you know, things that for, like made your your years informative and like got you into things. I totally get it. Yeah, yeah. So there's there's do, that. Do you want to stay on like the the garbage tip kind of like? I mean, go because I got one. Go for it. This one's going to be a real niche one. Oh, God. Chuck Norris's Sidekicks. I don't know if either of you remember this film. I actually... I haven't seen that one. Oh, my God. Okay, so I have to recommend... Just bad film. Sidekicks. Bad film. Hands down. It tried to capitalize a lot on the success of, uh, like, the Karate Kid and stuff like that. The similar, Uh similar, you know, loser dreams... He basically dreams of partnering up in like action films with Chuck Norris like that's what he constantly dreams about it's the typical like 90s garbage like that but uh he kind of constantly gets bullied by kids who are in like a real martial arts school and he winds up meeting his mentor and actually like learning and going to a tournament and kicking their ass like it's that simple but uh and then it's one of those great movies where Chuck Norris kind of stands on the sideline and just does one of these yeah (laughs) Jesus Christ it's so great um i watched that a shit ton as a child like i don't know why it like my parents were notorious for like renting movies from like king supers back in the day when they used to have vhs rentals back in the day when like you could 1994 go to, the, go to the store and rent a uh video what does vhs even stand for video home something something yeah software silhouette who cares well, who cares <laughs> I remember the tapes weren't called VHS, but I think the thing itself was video home system. That's what it is. Because it's VHS tapes. That's right. Yeah. 
So, so there's that. <laughs> so my parents would then have the VCR hooked up to a uh, old ass camcorder, the kind that where you could put a full size VHS uh-huh. tape into it. Oh, I love that. And those. they would record all the ones that we'd rent. So we have a massive back catalog in my parents' house. That's of, fantastic. Like every bad film that me and my brother would rent. So we have like the old like cartoon Mortal Kombat's on there, nice. and, like a shit ton of those kinds of movies. So that's definitely like my worst film. Like I hands down, I rewatch it, I just cringe through the whole thing. I'm like, how did I do this as a child? Know. Yeah, just, that's a lot with me with Batman and Robin. Like, yeah. I, I still have some enjoyment over it just because it's just like stupid fucking yeah, yeah. dumb. Yeah, absolutely. Like, how did I watch this like endlessly? <sighs> endlessly, yeah. It was bad. What was wrong with me as a But child? it informed a lot of my interest in kung fu films as an adult. Like I go back and re- – I mean I watch a shit ton of like the imports now. Uh-huh. Um. All right. So going on that subject, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw in one um, that's kind of similar, and for my love of Arnold Schwarzenegger, mm-hmm. let me throw in freaking. Um, oh wow! Yep. What yeah. the heck? I hate when this happens. To I know. Me. No, I get it. I get Total it. Recall. Oh, so yeah, I was no. like, what Total Recall. That is a great one. I love this movie so much because it's it's a rated R film. That's like really kind of bad but like it's not that bad it's when like you look someone at it. on the ratings board was having a bad day and was like wow this is really funny no right. this is dark this is fucked up no like, i i think it was it like, i think it was the shooting in it with the some of the blood the head um, blowing up there was this, <laughs> the head blowing so you got the body the moment where he throws yeah. the arms down the chute yep. and then there was also the moment where uh the girl with the three nips uh, yeah. is out, and she also later gets shot yeah which was violence against women and i'm pretty sure they didn't like that either yeah. I, uh, so. was there tobacco in the film too i'm pretty sure i'm pretty positive uh, yeah probably Anytime, there was drinking there was like like those things are always classified as weird mm-hmm. but with the Arnold Schwarzenegger acting, it comes <sighs> off like both at the same time, in some ways, intellectual. Yeah. And then also incredibly cartoonish. It is. So My favorite is so when he's fun. in the machine and he's just screaming as his eyes are blowing up. <laughs> Like that scene so oh, kills me. Oh no, when he when he fought when he flies out and he gets yeah. sucked out into Mars and he's like <laughs> Yeah, and you just see him like, oh, like oh. yeah. and his just eyes are yeah. like bulging. Oh that kills me. That look of just like pure just terror is just great. It's so brilliant. My okay, this movie also got me into movie quotes and then it made me start remembering movie quotes. Yeah, I remember so many from this movie, like uh look who's talking and like um uh, I got five kids to feed and then it's like screw you benny as like he kills him at yep. the end oh with the, like the little thing and then it's... uh come on Craig, and give these people air. like <laughs> it's so good so uh, bad so good I mean, uh, get the, your enti- ass the entire schwarzenegger does any line ever yeah this, his no. delivery is so brilliant across Jesus. the 80s and 90s God, i love his quotes so much he's the most the, quotable. I still love that person. you can go on YouTube and find uh, like a thirty or forty minute version of just oh, by every one of his get to the and then <laughs> like noun. Yeah, and <laughs> get to the noun. <laughs> he there's a th- forty minute cut, literally just where it starts and ends after the quote. So you got to think he's only saying get to the whatever, and then it cuts to the next Jesus one. Yeah, right. And it's forty fucking minutes long. <laughs> right. And then there's by the same token, there's also his favorite like you're something. So oh, yeah, it'd be like yeah. your luggage as he like kills a crocodile. Yep. <laughs> like, like, there's another one like that, exactly the same way where it's like an hour long, and it's just him say saying those if, lines. If you guys ever want to look him up, look up the top uh, one hundred and then top 140 Arnold Schwarzenegger movie quotes. Uh, this so guy, weird. Henry Zahraman or something so like that, it. made them. They're incredible. You have to watch them the and you will understand me as a person. The fact that he compiled essentially like 
80 or 90 films worth of quotes all into these long it's sequences. Great. It's, it's just wonderful. Insane. It's literally my, I'm going to put it that way. Arnold Schwarzenegger movies just in general. That's yeah. my childhood. Like that's what informed me the most. That's a solid chunk of mine. Yeah. 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 So I'll, that will be my third Arnold Schwarzenegger movie slash Total Recall. Yeah. All right. Um, for me, I'm going to steal a little segue from my boy, John Luke, who uh, threw in the chat. Um, Pokemon, the first movie and the original Star Wars. Uh, Pokemon first movie, pretty good movie. Not as good as Pokemon 2000, 2000 though. Yeah, 2000s the shit. shit. I remember Lugia, oh. Lugia, and then all the birds, and it's like, like this actually that like one. This is a cool plot, but then it's like Ash is the chosen one. No, like, my why? favorite was the delivery from Slowbro of like the world will turn to ash, and then they have that moment where everyone's like, <gasps> <laughs> we're doing it. <laughs> but I don't know, like that oh. one of that like. 2000 i remember seeing so many more times me too in the first movie i'm pretty sure the third movie one with ente in it was the only one i actually ever saw in theaters because i remember very specifically you know, yeah. driving in a car with my mom me too to going to see that movie because it wasn't like a really far away theater it was like one of the only places they were showing it yep and i remember like driving for what seemed like forever to get there and get the fucking ancient Mew car. Mm. Yeah. I've only seen that movie once. And I've it was the only I have seen the VHS repeat. though. Like I, I've never actually seen any of them in theaters. Uh-huh. And that one, I, the only time I ever saw it was like one of those Cartoon Network morning reruns that they've done over the years now. Yeah, pretty good. I not bad. I'll admit, I liked. I like the first one. Obviously, I'll yeah, like yeah, the first I mean, one. I love the second one because yeah. I really like the themes in it. Yeah, yeah. and I love the song. I love that oh, song so much. I mean, I love that you have Brock using his trusty frying pan as a drying pan. Yeah. That's like one of the best lines. There's just like so much dumb shit in that movie, but it's like there is, but there's also a lot of like a little, a lot of really grand things within yep. that film, and that's, I think it's that juxtaposition that really sets it above the, the rest. Honestly, it's just like I feel like that's like one of the most perfect balance that Pokemon's ever found between like being like ridiculous as fuck, but like also like pretty serious yeah at the same time yeah because like you'd really get in like i've seen some of the more recent ones like actually like fairly recent ones <laughs> i <and> haven't <laughs> i like katie i caught like i came home one night after like band practice and katie was watching the hoopa one from recent uh-huh. like last year or whatever that one's not bad like it kind of like after a certain point they all kind of just i think it was the third one they just mirrored the exact same structure yeah and it's like they keep trying to recapture the magic of 2000 unsuccessfully like it's just barely under the bar constantly so, I mean, that's why most of them are, like, direct-to-video, honestly. Um, as an extension of this, because it's kind of, like, in the same zone. So, sure. I'm just going to put this in here, too. The Yu-Gi-Oh! movie. Like, I remember seeing that to for put theaters. It, I, I got one to kind of throw into the same spectrum just, <laughs> just because I did watch it a lot. The Digimon movie. Yes! Did you, yes! Oh. That, that was Still so one of the best soundtracks and, from the 90s. And, yes. early and 100%. the best segue yeah. between season one and two. Yep. Yeah. The way it ties in the... Oh. I could watch that movie again, actually, still. I, I actually I did. I remember, like, randomly, like, a year and a half ago when I was, like, hardcore binging Digimon again. Oh, yeah. I, like, watched the movie again. Me, too. And I need to get back into that because, like, one of the things that annoyed me more than anything was that Hulu still had commercials at that point. I need to go right. back and finish season two. Because I even got so to I that. Fini- I finished. I, I, what's great is I finished one, part of two, and then I finished all of the one with the morphing. Where, where the tamer... The, oh, the, yeah, um, I can't remember the name four. now. That's four. four. It is four, but yeah. I just don't remember the name now. You finished uh, all three, didn't you, though? Three um, of the cards. Yeah, I, I finished it when it was on air originally. I never rewatched yeah. it. Um, three was actually my least favorite. Three was pretty much everyone's least favorite. Yeah. Two it was just hard. Though. Like I was, One, re- I remember two, I was though. super excited, though. I remember the opening of that series super well. Yeah. 
but like it, it started so strong and then you're just like what it is, falls what is pretty happening? quickly <laughs> but yeah no apparently um, by the way like the new digimon game pretty good i've heard amazing things i'm kind of want to get it but you know is it multiplayer at all i don't uh, remember have to find out we'll, we'll look it up later <laughs> see if i didn't have xenoverse you know like no i know xenoverse is this for me and xenoverse is on sale for 42 which also uh, segueing right back into this whole thing where it's like you know the animated you know movies what? that got into us all of the dragon ball z movies all of them i love them one. so I'm much if there were any that actually stood out as bad for me because i kind of went on the same tip where they were all great I well, like they're not incredible. Like they're not going to make you, you know think what? about life, but the, they're so much fun. You're right, but there's there is one from the actual like early Dragon Ball Z era that I uh fuck, what's it called? Is it the one with Pilaf? Is no, it's not Pilaf. It's uh fuck, what is it? It's it, Gohan's still a child. I'll put it that way. Oh, is it the uh, Slug? You know that might be it. The um, Slug one, dude, Lord which, Slug. Yeah, I think that's the one. That's the one that I didn't like. Yeah. It was just sort of lackluster by comparison. Every other one, like Broly, is amazing. I'll admit, uh, I don't remember great. it. So, yeah, no. yeah, Cooler's great. Um, what's his dad's name? I forget now. Iser? Uh, yes, yeah, King Ice or King Cold or something. something like King that. Cold, King, King Cold. Cold. I think yeah, it's King that's Cold. The one. Yeah. So they're ridiculous. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, I I I love those movies. You're, you're totally movie. right. Like, I'm glad you brought that up because I kind of forgot about it. But yeah. Digimon movie, Digimon movies, so, <laughs> so good. good, so good. Um, all right. Uh. Second one for me. Go sure. for it. All right. Um, I'm going to get it out of the way because I know we're all... If you're a friend of mine, you you understand where I'm going to go with this. Star Wars. No, no. I'm going to say that oh, for okay. number one. And that, <laughs> I, I don't even have much to say on it. I'm just going to yeah. wait. Space Jam. Yes! No, that was... that. Like, the only reason why that's on my, not on my list is because it's on yours. But I forgot to tell you, I got... My brother gave me Space Jam for Christmas on dvd yes <laughs> again like i was, I was most... gonna say didn't you have it no i, we, I think we did it on uh, netflix or something but oh. i have a vhs at my parents house that's mine but now i also have a dvd at home that's funny as so i, thought I mean great. this is this is i have the 12 inch jordan at my parents oh house do too. you really the one that, like you press the back and he just spits out movie lines oh, oh what God. yeah that's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm telling you, like, that movie did embody a, a giant chunk. I was a massive Michael Jordan fan proper. Like, I have an old, like, Me, Bulls jersey. I was jersey. obsessed. I that's was cool. pretty obsessed. I was obsessed with Jordan, too, I have because... A Bulls hat that's destroyed <laughs> that I nice. wore every day for, like, six years. Honestly, not the craziest basketball fan, although for a, a couple years of my life, I was. Sure. Um, I was so into Jordan. I was so into the Bulls. I was so into that movie and everything. It made me start watching WB old cartoons. I even followed his crappy um, baseball career. <laughs> I followed his crap. Yeah, me too. Me too. It was it was so crazy. So that movie celebrates his career in a really short way. It really does. In, like succinct way. Um, and I just love the movie in general because it's just running around with like tons of nonsense. It's it not does. like a good movie. No. It's a fun movie yes, in the most absolutely. strict start, uh, term. The and voice like, acting is superb. Yeah, I have to yeah, say that. And and honestly, for me too, it's really symbolic of this childhood I had with one of my friends from back east um, in Maryland. His name's Gabriel. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he just goes by Gabe now. Sure. Um, and he's so cool. Like he and the Shermans were just the the most awesome people. Um, I it was weird. My mom and dad would always talk about how when I was four and five, I had less of an American accent and more of a Liberian accent when I talked. Because of Cause, them. Yeah, because I, I, I was raised um, a lot by this uh, Liberian woman. 
uh, Janet. Yeah, I think, I think mm-hmm. if I'm getting her name right. Um, I just call her grandma all the time. But sure. I was one of the few people that could actually understand what she was saying because her accent, her American was so accent, thick. was very, very thick. Yeah. Yeah. So that mm. that movie is just so symbolic of that time for me, which I kind of cherish. So sure. I love that movie. I like love a, that time. It's a cornerstone of like uh, Anthony's friendship with all of us. Just you know, <laughs> that and was amazing. Yeah, that's true. Too. That was every, pretty incredible. Every, every time with drunk Anthony. You, you know, know what? Uh, so this movie just makes friends for me. It does. <laughs> yeah, it does. No. Uh, yeah. Bottom line. To, to Bottom kind of line. segue into like kind of the tie-in for that for me was just that like i remember at that age i was super into looney tunes too on top of all that mm-hmm. and so it kind of was just the culmination of everything i, I adored i can remember even at the around that time period back when park meadows mall near us still had a looney tune like warner brothers store they don't really exist anymore but i remember it because in the back of the store was like a play area with like a little like i remember it was shaped like a, a looney tunes car of some kind in the back and you'd sit inside and they would play movies Oh seriously! Inside the in, on the windshield and That's stuff. That's cool. It was a really cool little place, and it yeah, it it's not in business anymore, obviously. But I can remember vividly those kind of things as a child, and it's just one of those things where it just and holds so true to that with me. Yeah, yeah, and and going on that same token too. Um, you remember when uh, I think it was Warner Brothers uh, yeah. and all of the Elitch or well not yeah, Elitch Gardens, yeah, but whatever Six Flags. Yeah, Six Flags was everywhere and like it was in the thick of it. So yeah. I remember back east they had one too yeah. in Maryland and me and Gabe and everyone would go there as much as we could cuz that was one of our favorite places to go. And that's what Shit, got me into roller coasters when we went too. to San Antonio. In yeah, high school? yeah, and it was oh, like man. this is a Six Flags. What? <laughs> I mean, the one ride I didn't yeah. touch is the one I wanted to touch, and that was the Superman ride. But that line Superman was like was six hours long. It was. I remember waiting a lot for that line, and it was totally worth it. That's yeah. I I remember I skipped out on it. I was just like, eh, whatever. But Fair. still, same same token. It was like we were so excited because of that stuff. So yeah, um, yeah. For my second one, I'm gonna have to go on ahead and say Anchorman. It really solidified a lot of who I am. <laughs> Um, I still quote that movie to this day. Scotch, 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 Down, down, down. Yum, yum, yum. Into In my, my belly. <laughs> no, um, you ate the whole wheel of cheese? Not even mad. I'm impressed. <laughs> no, that line, like that movie, like I memorized pretty much straight every single line, every delivery, every retort from every character. Jesus. And look at that. hand grenade? Yeah. I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't, brick what are you doing i don't know I don't, <laughs> it's just all the movie. i love lamp i love lamp, I love lamp. <laughs> honestly too that movie has incredibly great starring cameos in it, it every does. single great the news comedic action actor the like fucking, the yeah. news fight <laughs> yeah the news fight is awesome oh i love it oh so much there's so many there's too many good lines in that film and then that ties into it i pretty much i i sent around that one because i was probably about 12 or 13 well that sounds about right four-ish I, somewhere yeah. that I was, I, maybe i watched it when i was older i was in middle school yeah, so it has to be even you were like probably I, a freshman, probably. So it was more like 2004, but mm, still. Yeah. Um, around that time is when I was really constantly rewatching a shit ton of great comedies. I mean, same thing with my. I mean, I'll tie in kind of all of the ones I was watching around that era too. But that's the premier one. But there's you know, Blazing Saddles, Monty Python and the Holy Grail, um, Young Frankenstein, um, Robin Hood Men in Tights. Like all those films, I have almost memorized to a T. 
like word for word I am verbatim. so happy you love those movies and and to touch on that too uh i think anchorman fed into one of my favorite films closer to my adulthood and that's still holds this day and that's uh the other guys the other guys still holds true as like one of my all-time favorite films because really? it's just so great it's dumb but it's brilliant there's dodgeball so- for me there's that too. That's yeah. right up in there too. I can't. I can't get past Steve the Pirate or any of those great Dodge Wrench, Dodge a Ball. Like I still quote that so all the time. Like we're playing games, I'll be like, if you can't dodge a wrench, you can't dodge a ball. Like when we're talking just, about dodging shit, I just quote the five D's of dodgeball whenever I'm playing oh, a game. I'll just be duck, like, dip, dive, duck, duck and dodge. dodge. Yep. <laughs> oh, so good. Jesus. Didn't you say dodge twice? Pink. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Nope. Um, Jen in the chat says, "Missed out fire was my entire childhood." Just like Robin Williams in general. general I yeah, mean, that's he a really does encompass my Hook. entire childhood. Yeah. yeah. He like hooks like the only one I like really remember like specifically. Really? Really? Yeah. Jumanji and, a fuck ton for. I, I've only seen Jumanji a couple times. I saw Mrs. Doubtfire. I watched that was probably my least one was Mr. Doubtfire, honestly. Um I, I love that movie a lot and I think that made me you know, when I go back to um for things that I was taught to maybe not accept and then movies changed my views on it, I think Mrs. Doubtfire got me to accept more of um more effeminate men and like sure. that type of community, transgender. There was people. a gay couple in the movie that was just sort of like you just move right past it. It's not like it's a big deal at all. Yeah, ex- exactly. Like, but I great. think that movie helped me understand a lot more. Like, yeah. oh, a man playing a woman? What? Yeah. That's weird. But then I ended up liking it a lot and attaching sure. to that character. Yeah. Uh, that's a good call. I mean, I'm to, to speak more directly to that, too, uh, Aladdin pretty much encompassed a lot of my childhood. In yeah. fact, it's my favorite Disney oh, movie ever. Yes. It still holds true as my favorite. Probably Hunchback. Really, the, really? Back in Notre Dame. I can't, I can't pass up the trilogy of Aladdin's. Like they all, uh, Aladdin's probably my second favorite. Yeah. Disney movie, uh, first being the Lion, Lion King. King. Yeah, I knew that one. Because, uh, yeah, yep, obviously. <laughs> um, because you love Hamlet. I mean, I guess that's technically what you're saying. I know <laughs> you're, you're not wrong. <laughs> but, um, all right. So, uh, my third movie. Um, we'll finally get to it. I guess my favorite movie. It's of been all time. building. Yeah, yeah uh, Back to the Future. Um. I have like this these weird memories back to the future because my sister Kayla, I love the death, um, just watched weird movies as a kid. <laughs> her, okay. Her favorite movies, I remember three of them specifically, was Back to the Future, um, Aliens, which she called Big Bug, that she would like or big big bugs. Yeah. That she would watch when she was like four. Like can't watch them now because yeah. they're too scary. <laughs> She's hilarious. Um, and then, um, Big Daddy, just like she, there was this, like a oh, summer really? where she watches that movie, like on repeat yeah, <laughs> constantly. That's great. But I remember like this, like, I don't remember exactly like how I finally saw Back to the Future, but I just like remember seeing it and just like falling in love with it instantly. Like growing up, like being a young kid watching the movies, yeah. uh, two was my favorite. Now it's actually my least favorite, just how as, as I've gotten older and like seen like the tropes yeah. of all the movies. But I mean, it's still I an amazing think movie. Three is fallen more into my favorite, just One's because I like the my West just stuff. Of the, 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 the absolute nostalgic factor. It's the cleanest. Yep. <clears throat> Logically, I mean, three from a logic three's standpoint, just a lot of fun too. Yeah, three is just fun. We we watched them just recently with Katie because yeah. the first time uh, she had, had never to, seen it. I put my friendship on hold with her until she saw the movies. Yeah. yeah, and not gonna lie, she uh, really really enjoyed the time. And I was reminded of how much I just love the fun 
way that those movies come across because yeah. it's weird. There's a lot of moments of serious seriousness and like dark stuff potentially like, happening, but yeah. they tackle it with a fun, the subtle things that way. are in there really kill, like really slayed me in a good way. Yeah. Um, like the, the two tree turning into, or the, yeah. the little small, shit, the, like the, the tiny the, shit. The, the yeah. Two tree mines. Turning yeah. Into the lone one tree. tree. Yeah. Um, there's this like dumb stuff. Like there's that. tons of small things like that. As like the, like the, the franchise like grew and like two and three, like, got like a bunch of like weird shit like the whole like marty like can't be called our chicken thing which yeah triggers me beyond belief but it, it's the little stuff like that yeah it's like the lone tree and yeah you see like other small shit like that like doc brown's entire character really sells it for me too mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah i mean i honestly like my biggest love of rick and morty now is largely due to that because yeah, it's like a twisted um, fucked up that whole of, relationship I, uh, is totally them like everyone tells me all the time that it's like how do you love back to the future as much as you do and i'm not seeing rick and morty and i'm like because i'm trash well <laughs> when a, you do though it's on hulu man like it is. You, oh it's so easy you're gonna binge watch it. You are so the moment badly. you start one episode, you're just gonna start slamming I'll through tell. the series. Yeah, good. I don't want to gear you up too much because then you'll get like I I know you'll probably be like is it's this not as good, good as everyone says it is. Just go it into is, it blank it slate and just have some fun. It's that's, so that's great. Yeah. Um, um, unless we're going more into it, because I would love to continue to talk about it. I, I do have, I have to anything bring else up to really say. I mean, apart but, from the fact that it just fuels like legends love and yeah, like, like like CW like recently has just like made like so many Back to the Future is like specifically targeting legends Back to the Future, like yeah. so many like direct references to literally saying like fourth Flash, dimension. Flash even had to do it the yep. literally saying Back to the Future, yeah. which is Cisco would make sense. Yeah, but, you know, like legends being like you know fourth dimension. Did you just Doc Brown me? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> um, that's good. There was one the one scene where um oh fuck Stein was Stein was singing. Stein was singing, and he's you know like uh, he's like keep, he, he watch me for the changes and try to keep up, and I'm just like, yeah, it's straight out of it. It's so great, so good, dude. That is awesome. That's Maybe like I half should of give my legends love for a that show. show. It is. It is. I've recognized. And that then that's just how it the is obvious, you know, like change something, and then just have like drastic changes throughout. Yeah, the, the ripple effect in that show is super well done. Space time continuum. It's actually more coherent than the Flash, which is banking all of its trust in maybe changing events that we have no idea if it'll actually change the final result. Like, that's my problem with Flash right now is, like, they're like, well, if we change all these things, it'll change the outcome. And it's like, you have no, no fucking clue if that'll work. No. So I got to do a slight little segue in between movies for us and bring up one of JL's uh, movies okay. that he brought up. And I'm not going to lie, it's one of my favorite yep. as well. Yeah. It's my ideal Joker, Return of the Joker. From, yeah, um, Batman Beyond. Batman Beyond. Yeah, from Batman Beyond. So that good. movie is incredible, it's and so I think dark. that's the darkest Joker I personally have ever seen. Well, it's Tim because Drake. of that scene, because of that scene, because of the whole twist at the end with Tim. God, like, that destroyed me. And that scene with him, like indoctrinating him. Tim I think Drake that's being the darkest, my favorite Robin. Yeah. That, that that movie hurts in a way that I can't explain. Well, and it comes across for JL's love of those characters oh, yeah, too, with Robin. So. Like what? Um, I what? I no. think that's a fluke, right? It's a cover up. <laughs> but I I love that movie so much, and I love Batman Beyond. It was one of my favorite Saturday morning specials. Yep. Yeah. Just because I think static you guys shot. will love this, I have to shout it out real quick. This week's uh, issue of Batman featured a scene where uh, Bat Bruce meets all of his Robins in a uh, fast food restaurant called Bat Burger. Are they uh, in costume? Wow. So the guy taking the orders is dressed in a really awful Batman costume. Bruce is wearing a suit, uh, and then all the other guys are just wearing their like street clothes, or whatever. That's and it's it's really fun fake. seeing because Tim's dead, dead, 
we all like viewer knows completely that he's alive but um dick and and jason and damien are all bickering and playing like being like brothers essentially what's great about it is uh there's a line from jason because they they have the option to joke rise their fries and bat and bruce goes off on the guy pretty much like you you using the joker for your benefit like all that like basically pissed as shit and then they're sitting down at the table and Jason says something like, he's like, I know this is all fucked up with the crowbar and everything, but I really love Jokerized fries. <laughs> 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 Jesus oh. And then Damien gets like their version of a Happy Meal and he's like, if it's an action figure for Re- for Jason, I'm going to flip shit. And he pulls it out and it's the red hood and he's, <laughs> they just start fighting immediately. It's so great. The hell? That's it's insane. It's been some of the best Batman. Yeah, that's, uh, that's close to the chest there. I like that. <laughs> I love it. Um, all right. I'm going to get at it quick out of the way because I yeah. don't have much more to say on it than everyone already knows. Um, Star Wars. It's I. <laughs> <laughs> That's so hey. that would be like if I said back to the future was OK. OK. Cody shrugs off other people's feelings pretty quickly. See, I take in these salty emotions and then I just you know process just it and process hold on it to it and for I just other channel salt. it all for my final attack in a couple weeks. <laughs> I'm gonna try and ignore that comment. Um, um, so Star Wars is essentially everything to me because it got me into everything that I love: um, fantasy, sci-fi, uh, just great sword and sandal pictures. Like everything yeah. that Star Wars embodies, got me to what I enjoy. It, it got me into else. looking into Japanese culture. In fact, sure. that was actually mm-hmm. my segue when I learned that Darth Vader was essentially modeled after samurai. So I was like, oh, okay, I got to look into that. Yeah. Um, and then I remember very vividly for bringing up something that brought me and my brother pretty close together. And, and I think one of the reasons why we both love it so much. Um, we watched those movies on repeat together when we were kids, as far as the eye can remember it, like as far back as I can. Mm-hmm. And there was one moment where we were going from, um, and I don't even know if he remembers this fully because he was a little tyke, but we were going back from maryland to colorado and we had to stay in this fucking van that we had for the longest time and we had a little little tv that my mom got so we would shut the hell up right right, right. <laughs> on the, the ride. usual yeah exactly so we watched the entire trilogy on repeat the entire way because we had Jesus. all of the vhs's and we had that little screen does TV. it pain you to know that i didn't see the original star wars until after revenge of the sith came out it hurts doesn't it that hurt me a little bit well like All right, right here, I'm gonna be I a little. I feel like I have a side splint now. It it does hurt a bit, but at the same time, Star Wars only got better for you, which is a yes. cool thing. Which is a there cool is thing. that. Yeah. So I will, I will, I will well, understand. And, and you what's interesting that. is you're like about on the binge of tears right now. <laughs> well, well, you at least I mean, watch them. Well, so I'm and, like, and something to it to speak. He has an interesting take because he did see it in the the actual yeah, order the, the, the story based order. order correct yeah like then you would have seen yes. one two three four five six I, in that order i don't remember if it was actually before or after revenge of the sith came out but if it was before it was like right before i'll tell okay. people if they're interested in star wars that they should watch it one through uh six better but if they're like kind of like well i want to watch a good movie trilogy i'm like then no four, you have to watch yeah. four through six yeah you absolutely. have to if you've That's never probably the best advice you can possibly give yeah, someone with that. absolutely so, I uh, I feel you. I understand you. I won't criticize you. Thanks, man. Yeah, that was beautiful. <laughs> it's <a> beautiful moment. <laughs> um, I'm glad you were here for that moment. That yeah, we just yeah. Shared. Uh, witness. <laughs> no. Um. So yeah, my last is gonna be kind of like oh, it's difficult to say because it's I have it kind of narrowed down. Um, 
pretty much a whole the best way I can put it is a whole slew of bad martial art films. Like they're all Dude, I feel you. Magic, those sorts of things. And so, like a good embodiment Lee. would be like the, the the two Mortal Kombat films. Um, one that I know no one's heard of. Not a single person outside of me and my brother, maybe my sisters, remember it at all. But I know Ooh. me and my brother remember it. It's called Ultraman. Okay. Dude, I love Ultraman. Or no, Inframan. Inframan? Yeah. So it's a similar concept. So it's another like Sentai style thing. But I remember vividly watching it thousands of times because i'm thinking of something else and i'm thinking no, of ultraman cartoon, is good too don't get yeah, me wrong. i okay. remember those deep movies too because we yeah. also have those same deal movie whatever but inframan i think was a tail end of that was like oh what's this oh well whatever we'll watch it and then like record and inframan. rewatch thousands of times if i can find the vhs my parents i'll bring it because all right it we'll is have dumb. to watch it, it is dumb we'll drink but <laughs> um it is fantastic like it's one of those things where it's just like it totally bought in every ounce of my love for like Power Rangers as a child, which fed into my adult life. Like I think about it now, like I'm really like I started thinking about it vividly. And I'm like, every time a game gives me an opportunity to play as some sort of like fast paced beat 'em up character centered around like martial arts or something, I beeline to that. I don't think about any other. I'm like, power, fuck that. Give me the thing where I punch people <laughs> and I kick people like a kung fu master. I've realized this by myself. That's probably one of my strongest passions my one of my favorite spider-man storylines is where he actually created a spider kung fu using every surface in the room to maneuver and it's like one of those things where it's like that's probably why i'm so beyond excited for iron fist it's about to drop like yep. honestly ah. too and i feel you on that um jackie chan got me There's into martial arts films yeah uh, well, so funny. without him drunken masters one of my favorites of all time oh, God, you know so it's, it's, it's funny that you know i only have two black belts but i've like very Never. scarcely yeah. just seen like a couple like portions of films but like huh. nothing particular see and i always wanted to do martial arts as a kid my parents were kind of like well we don't really know we don't have money and I, like they made up various reasons for yeah. us not to but in my adult life the moment i had a chance i went and did kickboxing like i was like oh i have an opportunity like let me go and i really miss it honestly i really do i miss doing that stuff yeah um I actually want to kind of explore other styles still, but finding time is my biggest problem right now. So, well, dad, yeah, that Slave too, dad. Slave dad. Slave no, dad. um, but yeah, so like to kind of really kind of hammer home on one major point: the Mortal Kombat collection is pretty brilliantly awful. I still stand by those films, just as like I tried finding recently because of everything I've been into right lately, but uh, it's not no available. Two cents. Can't stand the other two movies. Love the first one to death. I will die for it's that. It's only one other one. There's only two films. Wasn't there something else that they did? No, there was uh, the two live action films that stand alone on their own uh, as a like continuity. Okay, and and two sort of was two and three wrapped in one film in a way. Okay, well maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Um, but I, I'm all I'm saying is that other movie is complete garbage. Oh, it and is. I can't stand it. It is. It I is. love the web series that they've done. Yeah, for the legacy stuff, it ties right into that. And I think um, the first one is incredible. Like, I think it's great. I think it's the only I was rewatching the trailer. And man, those 94 effects are real hard to watch. I'll know, say that. <laughs> um, two has a similar problem because it roped in. The problem is since they roped in so much of three, it had like the centaur guy. And it had oh. Sindel. And yeah, it had Jack's finding his real strength and ripping off his robot arms and having and being stronger without them and i was like this is fucking dumb like yeah don't get me wrong like i love it because you get like a time in there where cyrax and sector appear and i was like oh fuck yeah you know those sorts of things but it's just one of those things where i think it's just the dialogue for me oh it's awful it's atrocious like uh 
I will say the guy that plays Raiden in two is better than uh, the dude from uh, Highlander playing it in one. Oh no! I love I love I love, I love the laugh. Too. I- <laughs> but for me, <laughs> as an overall performance, I think because he's also been in so many great movies since then too. We'll have to rewatch. He's probably it. the only one of the movie characters in the entire film that had a real career after that movie. All right, fair enough. We'll we'll have to rewatch it. We will. Uh, my memories are skewed. I was planning on purchasing them soon because I've been so like trying to find them, and I'm so sick of trying to like. Netflix had them for a while, and now they don't. Hulu has them for a while, they don't now. Yeah, it's one of those things for me. But yeah, Mortal Kombat's pretty high on that list, it's actually. Pretty, it's pretty tight. Pretty tight. I mean, hell, me and my brother played every Mortal Kombat apart from the ones around 3, Black, and the Trilogy. Like, those are the only ones we never touched apart from the, I guess, even the uh, um, the side stories like Mythology, Sub-Zero, or Shadowland Monks. We never touched those either. But, like, of the main series, we got 1, 2, skipped 3, Trilogy, and Black, and then played Deadly Alliance till now. We've touched every single one. Damn. Even played the atrocious Shin, Shinji or whatever Shinju storyline where he becomes a, the grand pawn to uh, the fucking dragon guy. Yeah. I it's it's all really really convoluted for me, but it I is. won't deny that my Mortal Kombat love. Um, I had a few games that I enjoyed. I obviously loved the first movie, but it's really the only last two that I've really, really loved. Absolutely. I love 9 and 10 so much. You're right. No, um, And I've been really trying to love 10 more. Like It's one of those things my first reaction was pretty middling. I'll put it that way. It's not bad, but it was middling, and now I'm starting to find the things that I like within that. Yeah, I think 9 was just such a, a shock to the system for like greatness that 10 was just not as much. Just like yeah, and there's certain continuity issues between 9 and 10 that, sure. that bother me a little bit. Yeah. Um, but... That being said, like it's the only fighting game I would say series that has like a true story that is so fleshed out that you can follow in some way. Like I think about like Street Fighter, and I don't fucking know what's going on there. I think about like Capcom versus Marvel. There's barely a Soul Calibur yeah. story. You like start trying to go into, it and you're just like, you're right. What? Who? <laughs> what the is going demon on? Demon Sword. Uh, what? There's a good sword, Demon Sword. This girl is this guy's pirate. Oh, daughter. and now this guy is the one who pretty much carries around the Demon Sword most of the time. Oh, now they uh, they all have a variation with that sword. I don't what. This was the guy that was taken over by the sword. Now Link's here. Now spawns here. Yeah, fucking Ezio pops up at one. Ezio shows up at one point. Yoda, Yoda, Darth Vader, and the Apprentice. Oh my God! Yeah, so there's a lot going on with that. I mean, I don't play Soul Calibur for the story. I play it because I can, you know, custom create a black guy with a huge afro and just hit people with a stick. You should watch Afro Samurai. No, no, I mean, like, (laughs) it's a really good series. I haven't watched it nearly enough. They did a standalone movie that kind of abridged the season one. I hear everyone loves it. It's really good. Uh, But yeah, it's just one of those things. I think that kind of fed my entire love of all the Japanese, Chinese fighting films. I mean, I've rewatched Hero probably like four dozen times now. Oh, Hero and House of Flying Daggers are so good. Yeah, both of those. Not going to lie, a little slight segue. He's coming out. The director is coming out with that Great Wall of China movie. I don't know how to think about it. Me too. I don't know how to feel with it, but I'm going to watch it. Maybe you and I should plan a viewing of that because that's right up my alley. <laughs> Join up. Review, yeah. You know? I'm down. All right. But yeah, that's that's it. I think those are movies. Yeah. Movies. We love. Childhood was fun, actually. It was. It was uh, I yeah. Guess. <laughs> it's all right. <laughs> There's other things. There was good and bad, but those were great. <laughs> movies were great, I guess. Maybe. <laughs> but yeah. 
Uh, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, I liked uh, I liked everyone's interaction with the chat. Yeah, um, thank you. Yeah, as thank always, you keep sure. coming in. You know, let us know your favorites as well because we love to bring them up in these casts. Where can they uh, find our casts when they, we live stream them? Uh, you can go to our Facebook page, Geek Domination. Just search up Geek Domination. Two words. Pretty simple. It's pretty great. Yep. You'll find us. Um, and then as always, make sure you're checking out our website, GeekDomination.net, where you can find all of our content. Uh, we had a lot of new content yeah. this week. Zane and John Luke just launched our new show this week, GD Back Cover. Back Issue. Back Issue. Back Issue. Back issue. Yep. Um, it deals with comic book stuff. Um, yep. A couple weeks ago, I launched um, Quest Complete, which will be coming soon with this episode two, as soon as I pump out a little bit more Kingdom Hearts so I can have more of a full opinion on it. Yep. On those two segues, too, I'm working on something pretty fun uh, today. I'm not going to announce what it is until sure. later. But, but you did exciting. have two more videos come out this you week. Did. You did. Best had, of 2016 uh, and a review of Silence. Silence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stay tuned to our YouTube page as well. I would yeah. like to uh, backpedal all of these podcasts that we've done for the video, download them, and put them into YouTube. That'll be at some point. It's just a lot of work, so I'm not sure. You when. and I might just have to split with that load just because we both have Maybe. a similar platform and we can make it streamlined so yeah. but yeah that'll happen um yeah uh, gd back issue is on youtube primarily but uh if you go to our website specifically you'll be able to find both the the video and just the audio so i've made it available in both capacities yeah and if you ever want to contact us i'm still double checking our gmail at uh so my domination listeners yeah yep. so so yeah Thank cool you guys for listening. Go watch a movie and you'll have yeah, a good old watch day. movies now that you've you know heard us rant about great movies yeah. and bad movies but are great good movie. yeah go watch batman and robin <laughs> not star wars fuck that movie fuck go find inframan <laughs> go find that thing i don't know if you will <laughs> we're gonna watch that we're gonna watch that zane all right take it easy guys have a good one